All right, so tell the people about the injustice that you're trying to Okay, do well, right let now. me just say the reason that before we explain the whole thing, the reason that I'm being so strict about this is because Well, hold on, you're explaining to them about something that they've no clue what you're talking about yet. Okay, so I asked Aaron before we started uh film. This isn't film, recording. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> this is the language. Recording. I asked Aaron a kill bang Mary question, then he said you should have asked me this on the podcast not yeah. before. So now I said, well, we'll bring it to the podcast. So, I said, Kill Bang Mary, Matthew Mercer, Chris Evans, Daniel Bryan. And you said you would marry Matthew Mercer because you think you have the most in common with him and you would have the most fun with him. And that makes perfect sense. But But hold on. I started my reasoning for even picking Matthew Mercer as my marry. Because I said, I'm picking all of these. Because I was, didn't know what to, to decide my factors on. Okay. So I'm going to pick, I'm going to go with the factor of entertainment. But you basically... And you had no, no, no problem with that no, when no, it no, came no, to no, Matthew Mercer. Okay, because that makes sense for marriage. That makes sense. Because you, there are different there are different qualifications for each category. It makes sense that for marriage, you're looking for... You didn't only talk about entertainment. You talked about who you'd get on with long term. You said you don't really feel like you could really be yourself with Chris Evans. Like, you looked at... Let me finish. You looked at marriage and what it is and said Matthew Mer- Mercer is the best fit for marriage and then when it came to talking about who you're gonna bang you totally took sex out of the equation well, no, and it was just about like you're just assuming that because you're gonna have sex with Daniel Bryan and that also means you get like some kind of VIP tickets to one of his shows which like I'm sorry baby but like have you seen how kids have sex these days like it's much more casual than that like you're not gonna get all these perks like just cause you're banging Daniel Bryan first of all you know from watching Total Bellas that Daniel Bryan is all about the perks when it comes to sex. No, he's not about the perks. Because he's about the you're sensual gonna, well, exactly. and that's experience. what you need to focus. Well, that's what you need to focus on when you're making this decision. <laughs> he likes to he likes to do the sensitivity thing, no. as Nikki puts it. So you that's what you need to focus on. It's not about you watching him wrestling. It's about you dealing with his candlelight and his First massages. Of all. And so sex with him is not a quickie. You were like, oh, sex. No, so sex with Daniel ha- Bryan is not a quickie. But what, you don't, but I would have to have sex with Matthew Mercer under your strict guidelines as well. We haven't even spoken about that. The well, whole yeah, point course. is, when we're talking, you're asking a heterosexual man right. about banging and marrying heterosexual men. Right. Um, and you're like getting annoyed that I'm not taking into the real life specifics of the sexual exploits that we're going to have. You're also not taking into real specifics killing someone. And this is my problem with you. You never really take killing someone seriously. No. When it's women, you take the sex and the marriage very seriously. And you don't take killing someone seriously. And I feel like because it's men, you're not taking the sex seriously. So this is what this is all about. Why? You just don't like my like uh, reasonings behind any of this. Because they're not the same as yours. Well, it becomes... It just... You decided to take to take the reality of the situation out of the equation and instead just make it about ranking who's the most entertaining to the least entertaining. Well, that, I, li- I, I literally... If I wanted to say... I literally I said to that know, to you at the start of my this, reasoning, no, 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 though. No, but that's not this game. If I wanted to know out of these three men, who do you think is the most to the least entertaining, I would ask that question. But you're acting like we... This is a different ha- question. Hold on. You're acting like we've never done this in the past, though. Like, neither of us have ever based our answers on things outside of actually penetrating the other person. Like we. Well, I never base sex is the one I do last. I I do because sex is yeah. just sex. So you're not treating sex properly then. No, I, can I am. I give out to you about that. I can give out to you about not treating sex no, but properly. I, but I am because the sex is the least amount of time. Killing someone is permanent. Marriage but it's should also be for a long time. Up and fantasy, well, imaginary. You, you have to take it seriously, or 
else but has I no do. point in playing the game. I take it seriously. I give you very, like, annotated and seriously thought out answers. And this was a seriously thought out answer, but you just didn't like the right, answer. Okay, and so, so you're calling me the task. Okay, but also, let's just remind ourselves what sex with Daniel Bryan is. It's the sensitivity thing. Yeah. So you're not, I'm not treating it. I'm not treating it about sex. I'm treating it in. You're giving me this uh, mm-hmm. scenario where there's these three people who I think are all cool. Right. And That's why I chose them. Yes. And you're saying to me, one you're going to have to spend the rest of your life with. Right. One you're going to have to spend a night with. A night or a day or a lunch break. Like... You do you don't. We never, we never take it. We never take the time of day into the sex part of this question. Yeah, but you're making the sex about things other than the sex. You're making yes, the because sex I'm not going to actually like want to have sex with this person. I'm never going to be actually sexually sex, sexually. I'm turning to Sean Connery. I'm never going to be sexually attracted to any of these people. So I can't base it on sexual attraction because I'm not. I we've done the Kinsey scale test with me. Right. Okay. But like, what about killing someone? Well, I mean, I'm treating the killing one as a as a leftover, as a person who I found basically the least useful to me or the least uh, exciting to me. So, like, it, the the killing person is always a person who's like, sorry, but you weren't good enough to be married or you weren't good enough to spend the night with. So, like, you know, that's why they get the killing treatment. They're the least, um, the least profitable, I guess, to my senses. So that's why they get killed. Uh, unless there's a choice, because we off this happens if, if I like them all that's how I treat the killing yeah and if there's someone if, you dislike if you kill someone them. I dislike yeah. I kill them but there's no one in this group that I dislike so I, the killing right. the killing no, process I just think has your to be choices for having sex with Daniel Bryan are uh, faulty I just, but like, I just because you want me to actually like you know f- like butt fuck him is like that was that like you well, want me you to really to consider of, that well, you need to think about that and you need to think about sure, what that okay. would be like with I'll him give, I'll give you I'll give you like some made up baloney answer that will fit your like okay. thing he He's the shortest of the three of them. Okay. And he has like long, long hair. hair. <laughs> so if I'm if I'm kind of pen- a similar color hair. Yeah, to me he too. has a beard, but right. if I'm penetrating him from behind, I won't see it. Okay. So I could pretend that he's like a little stumpy girl. <laughs> um and like he usually, he usually like yeah, removes all his hair from his body because he's a wrestler. That's true. So that's it. Would it will it'll seem less weird to me. No, that's Whereas a good Chris answer. Evans, you can't mistake him for a woman. No, that's a good answer. And right. so then you kill Chris Evans. But yeah, it's the same fucking answer as I had before. But, yeah, but you just weren't happy about it. But the reasoning is better because it, it's it's. But makes I sense. okay. But my reasoning because I never I didn't get to say it fully. So my reasoning for picking them, I said to Darcy was is that okay? Well, I like them all, so I'm gonna base it on how much uh, enjoyment I can get from being in their presence. Right, and, and you're assuming, and this is this is what is the faulty assumption that you're making, you're assuming that because you bang Daniel Bryan that you're going to get to see, I don't know, a private wrestling show. Not a private wrestling show. VIP but I, I guess but I would be like close faulty, enough to go right. see him wrestle for a right. night. Right, and this is, this is a faulty assumption. Well, I mean, like, you don't know that. It's it's there's no real assumption in this because there's no actual situation where myself and Daniel Bryan are going to fuck like it's just not happening, so it's an already a made up reality. So Fair let enough. me make the reality up to even be more fun for myself if I have to fuck another man in the asshole. I just want you to deal with with the fact that you would be doing that. Fucking him in the <laughs> asshole or well, getting to see a wrestling match. The the former. Okay. 
Well, I'm glad that you've made your husband really think about Daniel Bryan's asshole for a few minutes. I hope you're happy. Uh, but yes, as I was finishing, because you rudely interrupted sorry, me. Sorry, sorry. Um, can I finish? Uh, was because um, I saw Trish pick, pick Matthew Mercer to marry because I thought like, oh, well, he's an amazing uh, DM and I love Dungeons and Dragons. Mm. So for the rest of my life, I'll be able to play Dungeons and Dragons with someone who's very cool. And also he's big into video games. He seems like a big nerd. Like I would have uh, a lot of enjoyment with him on like a, a personal level. Um, uh, with Daniel Bryan, he'd be a little bit more annoying, but Intense. if I got to see him wrestle for a night as part of this like luxury butt fucking package that we're yeah. doing, um, and it would be luxury, it would be worth it. Fucking, it but the, the it sensitivity. Thing. Well, here's the thing: this is the scenario in which I would have sex with him. If I was okay. going to get tickets to see a show, then yeah, I'd put out. Okay. <laughs> but unless I was, if I wasn't going to get an opportunity to see him wrestle, then I wouldn't put out. And then when did you choose Chris Evans? Well, then you get to say you fucked Chris Evans. Right. But, like, I'm making up a scenario where, like, okay, well, this this is a this is a possibility. Okay, and you and so you feel like Chris Evans has no equivalent to offer you. Like, you don't see any well, I mean, like, of, like, his, fucking him other than just, like, bragging rights. And, like, I, if, I, if I'm married to him, there's no extra benefit than just watching his movies. As far as the entertainment, because I'm, I'm yeah. basing all this on entertainment. Uh, you know he's not he's he's a funny guy but he's not a funny guy yeah yeah you know he seems cool he likes sports I like sports mm. but like so do a million fucking guys right you know so it's not like uh, there's nothing particularly special apart from the fact that he's a beautiful man right you know and like he's a good actor but I can just watch his movies like you know I don't have to be married to him to experience that I don't have to have sex with him to experience that right uh, whereas I may have to have sex with Ian Bryant to go see him wrestle sometime <laughs> Right. Um, you know, I don't get tickets to his show. What am I going to do to get in to see the show? I don't. Well, how am I going to get to see him wrestle? I'm going to have to fuck him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, Chris Evans, yeah, he just has less. And I also, he seems more like a bit of a dude. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, I've never fully felt comfortable around those sort of, like, guys who are a bit more... I, I hate the term alpha male, but, like, in a non-very derogatory fashion... Um, but he is a little bit of an alpha male. I mean, he like, seems like just a bit of like, uh, you know, he was the popular football and high. Well, it's a yeah, popular guy. I would say he was know? like the popular kids in school. Yeah, yeah I and wouldn't I, know no. how to relate to someone like that either. Yeah, because like, I know he's, I know he's reasonably like enlightened in the sense of like, I know he's he goes to therapy a lot. I know he has severe social anxieties and mm. stuff like that. So you know, he's not he's not necessarily like a. He's not a total himbo. He's not, yeah, he's, he's not, not a Chris himbo. Pratt or anything. Yeah, he's not a Chris Pratt. But, uh, so yeah. Anyway, speaking of these sort of movie stars, um, to carry on from our last episode, because we yes. talked about half the, uh, the best picture nominees that we had right. watched. Uh, obviously, we had carried on watching movies after that. But not as many as we had planned to. There were no, just some we just did not we, get to. We skipped two, but we took in one non-best picture nominee. Right. Because uh, we went to see Itania in cinemas. Right. Which still had a lot of nominations for other things. Yes, yeah. but just not Best Picture. And that was very good. Very um, good. That was definitely one of my favorites, I would say. Yeah. We ended, we watched Three Billboards. Oh, we hadn't watched Three Billboards last time? Before we recorded, no. Oh, okay. Um, and, and Shape of Water. Shape of Water and The Post. 
Well, I didn't really watch the post. You half watched the post. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you half watched that. Uh, I watched the post. Uh, yeah. So the only ones we skipped out of the Best Picture nominees were... Uh, Call Me By Your Name yes. and The Darkest Hour. Yes. Because yeah. neither of us were particularly excited about seeing either one. No. We just couldn't bring ourselves to it. And like we... we I mean... Especially not The Darkest Hour. Like Call Me By Your Name, I'll, I would give a look. You know, I would. The Darkest Hour, I have no interest. I'm kind of the opposite way around. Okay. Uh, I have no interest in, in Call Me By Your Name because it just seems a bit pretentious mm. um, in the sense of like, okay, great, it's a teenage boy fucking a, like, uh, a early 20s man. Like, you know, great. Yeah, to me the only, like, the only thing that makes it seem vaguely interesting is that they're gay, but like, other than that, it's just like, oh, my summer romance. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Fuck, like, you know, yeah. yeah. It's just like, oh, great, like, we're rich and we're like, we're secretly <laughs> fucking in front of his parents. Right. Like it's just kind of like all right, whatever, uh, but like at least at least the darkest hour has that mild kind of like history connection. So like you know I've I'm a big history fan and buff. So yeah, it, it would just be it would only be interesting on that level to me. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So uh, out of in the end, we we played a game where we tried to predict the Oscar winners in the, in a few categories. The main categories. The main categories. I think the main eight we did. So yeah, and and uh, we we we. Made two guesses in each category. Mm-hmm. You, we guessed the one that we thought would win, and then the one that we would that like we both to win. want to win. Yeah. yeah, and you could say the same for. I think we both said for Sam Rockwell should will win and should win. Yeah, I think so. Um, actually, I can get the list back out. But yeah. uh, you won. I did, I did. This is a game that I p- would play with my family going back to probably like 1998 or so. This was our tradition. We would order fried chicken and play this game every Oscar Sunday. Oh yeah, no, I, I gave my would be happy if they won to Christopher Plummer actually in that one. Oh. Uh, I knew Sam Rockwell would win, but I thought like Christopher Plummer, he's like 105. Yeah. Like, I'd be happy if he won. I didn't even see the movie he And he's in. still got it going on. You That is creep. a fun looking look piece of animal yeah um and you told didn't was it him who was the one that from like the sound of music that That's you told me Plummer. is it christopher Plummer you tell me mm. i look like okay didn't, no i don't think i said you look like him though you no, and i didn't say this either people said that you look like um <laughs> the, the, the nazi boy ralph ralph okay he's, well he's liesel's boyfriend he starts off as liesel's boyfriend but then he becomes a nazi okay yeah uh i, I don't think i've ever actually sat through the sound of music it's good uh, i don't know i just something about it is like i can't get my head around uh not that i don't understand it i just i can't get excited for it uh it's history it's world war Two. but it's but it's such a floofy version of it like I'm just kind of like Ugh. but it's true like it's all based on a true story like Maria her Bontrap singing in the Bontrap. hills Bontrap. Yeah. They, these are all real people and they became a musical family and they escaped to the states like it's it's all based on a true story oh I didn't and realize it, that it is it is and the yeah. music is great and yeah it's really good okay. and Christopher Plummer back then mm. <laughs> uh, and speaking of other people who apparently I look like because I look like a million people. I've been told by, like, I've been told by people in fucking Zambia that I look like someone. Um, but, uh, true story. Uh, but we were watching uh, The Returning Riverdale. Yes. And uh, I had found a picture of me oh from when I was 18. This is uncanny. That I posted. If anyone follows me on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, you would have seen that post- uh, I posted on Sunday for Mother's Day. Posted an old picture of me when I was about 18. And there's a character called Chick, <laughs> whose 
Betty's half-brother? Betty's half-brother, and he is a prostitute. He's a prostitute, and a psychopath, seemingly. Yes, seemingly. Um, but I always, you know, I I'm, I was rooting for him from the beginning, but no, it doesn't seem like he's going to turn out for No, him, yeah, we, we thought it might be like a, a double bluff or something like yeah. that, but no, it's, it's, it, he's a psychopath. I don't think Riverdale is really that subtle to be bluff all that much. I still think Betty's dad is the Black Hood, though. Yeah, we'll see. But anyway, so Chick apparently looks a lot like me. So uh, much. And I can kind of see it. So having Because s- ha- he doesn't look like me now, but he looks like me then. Because yeah, I was he, so exactly. thin. It's like all cheekbones and eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so, I, uh, so I'll, I'll go down the list of people who I've been... Because this is what came up the last couple of days but I'll go down the list then for our, for this episode's theme because you know I like to try and come up with themes so the theme is who you look like people we look like yeah okay um, so I, I the one I've gotten the most in my life was uh, there's a footballer who I think is now retired or close to it mm. and his name is Peter Crouch mm-hmm. um, and he's English and mm. he's like six foot six or something Damn. crazy he's like this massively tall person uh, and he's also extremely skinny so first of all and he was blonde Mm-hmm. So, first of all, that's the kind of main criteria for Tall, anybody. Blonde. Yeah, that anybody I get told I look like is this kind of these lanky blonde guys. Except for. Uh, Alan Cumming. Who I think was, you get told the most that you look like. And uh, he's no, I don't a get. lanky, to, but he's here's the thing, dark no. haired. I don't get told the most Alan Cumming at all. Oh. But I get told the most by Americans Alan Cumming. Okay. So, um, I've, I've literally had it shouted at me from a balcony in Atlanta, Georgia, some <laughs> random crazy lady was just kind of like, you look like Alan Cumming! And I was like, okay. Wait, but I will say too about you look, looking like Alan Cumming. So in one of the books that I use to teach English, it's New English File Upper Intermediate, there's a there's a unit that has Alan Cumming's picture in it. And twice when I've done this unit with students, they've mentioned like, oh, it looks like your husband. <laughs> yeah, but they also, they haven't met me. <laughs> no, but they've seen pic, but like from seeing pictures of you All and right, then Seeing this picture, I mean, but you're much better looking than Alan Cumming. Alan Cumming, yeah, he's not a bad looking guy. I mean, he's actually been one of the few that I've been told the the few comparisons that have been given that insult me the least. (laughs) Like, because honestly, the Peter Crouch thing, like that would upset me. Like when people say that to me, I've I've blown off the handles a few times yeah. of people saying that to me. Yeah, uh, I think you may have seen one once. No, I didn't. It was nobody. You kind of you were, you had an um an empathic response to when I was talking about how your brother said I looked like Catherine Tate, and then right. I was saying this to people, being like, and he, the way he put it to, and Catherine Tate's not a bad looking woman, but the way your brother put it to me, it was kind of like, no offense, but uh, yeah, you know, he knew so, he was so making a shitty comparison. When you comparison. say no offense, like you you know, like that means you don't think she's attractive if you're saying like no offense but and so I said that to a group of people and they were all kind of like well yeah you do kind of look like Catherine Tate and like I, yeah I definitely didn't take it as a compliment and then yeah. you were kind of like well people tell we kind of both sunk into that place I remember <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it's, it can be it can be tough because I mean both of us are, are kind of insecure people and like mm-hmm. you know we both have a lot of issues wrapped up in, in how we look and stuff like definitely. that definitely uh, and so like being told you look like someone who you you yourself 
think is ugly. Yeah. And it's also just, like, for both of us, what we said about that is, like, that's what I'm afraid I look like. Right. And then someone's like, this is what you look like. It's yeah. Like, and not even that Catherine Tate is a bad-looking woman, but there's, like, certain features of hers that I'm, uh, like, afraid that I have. And yeah. then so if someone's saying that, it's, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I think for a while I had a haircut that was the exact same as, like, Ryan Gosling's. And so, like, one or two people said to me that I look like Ryan Gosling. You're much cuter than Ryan Gosling. Well, I mean, I think Ryan Gosling is a very good-looking man. He's so when I got those I was like incredibly flattered I was like oh my oh no me I couldn't possibly um, and so I was like I was I was thrilled to get those I see more of a I mean to me you look like you you know like that's I, the thing you're used to my but, face now but like I would see more of a Tom Hiddleston type than a Ryan Gosling well yeah but it's, I think it's hard to... it's Because obviously features, no one ever looks 100% like you. That's right. the thing. And so when people do these comparisons, it's usually based on like coloring in a sense. Yeah. Like you're pale, you've kind of got like fair hair. Yeah. You're like thin. So like it's these very broad strokes that they kind right. of use. Like I get like pretty much any skinny blonde guy. So the other guy is like this uh, English comedian. Um, I even forget his name now. Uh, he presents good news... Uh, uh, which is like uh, this TV show that he does um, but like he's got like a wonky eye uh, so like w- like he's he's uh, what do you call it cockeyed yeah um, and he's like he's, he doesn't look anything like me whatsoever but it's just he's blonde and skinny yeah. and, he, and he cracks jokes and right. so like a lot of the thing is it's like oh he's funny like you you're right. like you guys are the same um, but I know you've gotten some very nice ones over the years though. Yeah, but nothing, nothing super consistently. I'm trying to think like there's been nothing that suit that like keeps, oh, the only one that's very flattering and that's come up a couple of times is Amy Adams. And once again, it's another redhead, and I'm not a redhead, but that's funny. No. Like, yeah. Well, she's not a very strong redhead. She's kind she's of like... She's naturally probably more like my color. Like, yeah. was blonde when she was younger, probably now is naturally, like, my sort of mousy color, but she just goes, like, strawberry blonde. Yeah, she hints she hints red into it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I can kind of I can kind of see where they're coming from, but it's not, uh, not very accurate yeah. either. But it's, I think sometimes even, like, an, your eyes or someone's eyes can, like, remind you of somebody else. Yeah. Because, you know, and I get it. Like, people are saying these kind of comparison things to, like, I don't even, like, I guess they're just kind of like, oh, isn't it clever that I see this? See, I don't see the point of saying it unless it's a compliment. Yeah. Like, I just, there's, I would never say it to someone unless it was obviously someone who's considered very attractive. Yeah, like, that there's, like, there's no way they, they wouldn't like this. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, 100%. And, but unfortunately, there's too many people who are kind of like, you know, like, oh, but, like, I think they're cool. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I th- yeah you think they're cool. Yeah, like, yeah. like, like, oh, but Catherine Tate's so funny. Like, yeah, so if you told me that I was as funny as Catherine Tate, that right. would be a huge fucking compliment. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> you told me I look like her, not that, like, I'm as funny as her, so... Yeah, and uh, but, the, but the infuriating thing for me was is like the, yeah it was the way people were telling me because I was like, it was always it was often drunk people, mm. and it was often them kind of saying it, thinking they were funny, 
Yeah. So, like, because, again, I got the crouch thing all the fucking time. Like, I'm actually, I, I get it less now because he's disappearing from the public eye because he's, like, retired now or retiring. Yeah, like, I have no idea. I had no idea who that person was. No, like, no. And I'll, and, I'll, and I'll show you a photo. Actually, I'll oh, you've show, show, oh, you've shown me before. Oh, right, yeah. right, right, Like, and here's the thing. You're much better looking, but I also don't think he's a bad looking guy. Well, like, that's only I because you're into cute. me so much, so. <laughs> well, like, I think he's cute. Like, yeah, but that's because you think, that's because he looks like me. So, uh, but yeah, I I would like be walking in a bar and like random people I've never met would just go like, oh, crouchy, like shouting it at me. Oh, God. I do many times I've had a shout at me on the streets. Oh, God. So I, I went, there was a really bad phase when he was at the height of his kind of footballing career. So it was yeah. about five, five, six years or so where I would get this like so regular I would like would I could there wouldn't be a month that would go by without someone shouting it at me that's awful yeah and so I would start to snap and I would really like rail on people and I was at a few like house parties as I was at with when I was still dating my ex um and like you know some random guy who I didn't know who was at the house party would just come up to me and goes do you know who you look like and that's who they always that's how they always start the fucking sentence and so as I knew it was coming and so my back would be up and I'd be like, yeah, I know who I look like. You don't have to tell me. Thanks, though. <laughs> That's a good way to respond. But they, but for some reason, people, they were like, couldn't accept this. Right. They were like, but let me tell you. And I'm like, no, no, I know it's yeah. cool. Like, and I don't want to hear. It would actually upset me to hear, right. hear you tell me who you think it is. Right. So please don't tell me because I'll only get angry. But it's, it's, I just want to, but it's this person, I'm like, and I would have to have arguments with, and it would be like a standoff for a long time where I would be basically talking people down from telling me this and it could last 15 minutes, like to just say like, please don't say this. I know you want to, but please don't. Yeah. I guess they're just so self-satisfied at like making the connection. Yeah. See, cause for me, like, and like, I probably have done that to people before, like, but it's always to give someone a compliment like it's I would I'm not doing it to be like haha like I saw this connection it's right. like a way of complimenting someone yeah you would almost start it off with a compliment like you're gorgeous right. you look just like you know yeah. this other person or whatever yeah. like yeah you start yeah there's there's a way to phrase it I guess like and the you know who you look like is never a good way to start that right. sentence or like the or the way your brother did it to me like no offense yeah but. exactly <laughs> Um, okay, so to wrap it back around to the start of this conversation, yeah. which was uh, celebrities and then acting and, and Oscars, mm. uh, we both went for auditions this past week. Oh, yes, we did. Yes, uh, we auditioned for the same play. Mm-hmm. Same uh, role. S- yeah, same role. <laughs> We're both looking to play uh, Dirty Diana <laughs> in the movie about Michael Jackson. Uh, no, we are uh, we're, we're looking to be in a play called uh, She Kills Monsters. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the yeah. name of it, right? It's, yeah, I know. It's confusing because your improv group is Kill the Monster. Kill the Monster, but yes, yeah. It's She Kills Monsters. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's been done by this cool group that uh, is where we met. I know, that's what I was saying because I was in Sin Street and I was like, I think the last time I was here was the night that I met Aaron. Yeah. I think that was the last time. Or no, maybe we were there. We were there to like rehearse for the shindig or something. But yeah, anyway, it was a while Yeah, it wasn't ago. long. It wasn't like yeah. it, was, it was at least two years ago since yeah. either of us had been there. Um, so yeah, so that was kind of, that's a fun thing. So, um, but I, I haven't done many auditions. Mm. Like I think I've, uh, like, and I've, half of my auditions that I've been to, I think have been with you because, <laughs> uh, we went through a phase where we went through a couple of like couples auditions for TV oh, that, like, oh, commercials yeah, and stuff right, like that. Right, right. 
Um, so we did we did about two or three of those. I think we did two. Yeah, yeah. And I think in total, I've done like five auditions. Oh, really? Yeah, I've really never done many. Yeah. Uh, so um, I I I thought it was cool because we it was pretty it was quick, but you got more than one go at something. Yeah, I thought that was a a great audition process. Like yeah. I thought you really they really used the time wisely, and you got to try a couple. You got to read for. A bunch of different things. Yeah. Yeah. But so, you weren't hanging around too long or anything. So we're, we'll find out, uh, I think on Wednesday or something like that, when, if we get callbacks. If call we get callbacks, which I think will be on Thursday. Yeah. So, we'll, so but we before might be auditioning we, together again. Yeah. So before we do our next episode, uh, we'll know what's happening. So we'll be able to give you an update on the next one. Because um, that would be fun. Uh, it's a it's a play about D and D and about uh, grieving. Grieving, yes. Yeah, as two sisters yeah. who didn't know each other that well, and how one reconnects with her dead sister through yeah. the D and D game that she played. It's a really nice story. Yeah, it's a nice play. Um, but uh, yeah, you've got a lot of experience with auditions. Yes. Um, do you have any audition horror stories? No, no, that's, that's the thing, like, the worst, I mean, I've definitely done bad auditions, but right. it's never been, like, a horror story. Because I've had, I have a f- some friends who have told me stories, like, uh, Ian Cook, who uh, is uh, an old friend of mine, I haven't seen him in years because he lives in England now, um, but uh, he told me once that he did an audition where he was asked to become an element so he's like he's like be Mercury like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and I think the weirdest the weirdest I had to do was one with I was with you where we did the uh, we did an audition for what was going to be a McDonald's promotion we still never saw that we never I, saw but we don't we don't watch a lot of TV that's either that's true that's true because we don't we don't have TV channels we watched basically like Netflix on my Playstation also we don't have a TV anymore because right. it broke it's true it's only really when we go to your parents that we're like oh there's Shane on the telly yeah there's my, my uh, improv cohort uh, Shane Robinson uh, on every ad on, t- on TV uh, but he uh, sorry yeah so yeah, so in that audition, um, we were supposed to be pretending to see the Monopoly man yeah. <laughs> on the street, walking the Monopoly dog, I think. Was oh, was that pe- what we were seeing? I thought we were seeing, I thought he, I thought we were sitting in a booth, like in McDonald's. There was two scenarios. Oh, okay. So, okay. so one was we were on the street and he was walking by mm-hmm. with like walking the Monopoly dog. And we were supposed to be, like, double-taking seeing him. Right, okay. And then there was one in the booth where we were supposed to be eating with a friend. And then he's supposed to, like, poof appear in front of us <laughs> with, like, a check for, like, you know, here's your Monopoly money. And so we were supposed to be doing that thing where we were just like, wow, wait, what the hell is going on? That's weird. Yeah, and then also and then then a happy. moment of, right, then a moment of, like, ha, this guy. Yeah, <laughs> like, this, you this like Start off, like, shocked but happy. And yeah. then... Please convey three different emotions <laughs> yeah. in this five-second space. Right. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I think that was probably the weirdest that I did. Uh, but again, I haven't done many. Um, but the, uh, what I liked about doing the you know drama audition is I, and I know this sounds weird, but like, I went into it knowing I would do well. 
Oh, that doesn't sound weird at all. I mean, I think that's just like being prepared. And the great yeah. thing about that audition too is that you they totally gave you the opportunity to prepare at it. They didn't try to throw you off. They didn't throw anything weird at you. Like, yeah. be Mercury. Like, it was right. just kind of like, we've given you the sides. Like, take your time with it. See, you know, learn learn it if you can. That's great. And come in and do your thing. Yeah. And like, that's how, to me, that's that was exactly like how an audition should be. Because that's what I hated about doing the commercial auditions with you is that like, yeah. they kind of, I didn't know what I was going what it was even commercial was going to be for we kind of yeah. had a vague idea maybe once or twice but that was it and then you would just see a line or you'd just be asked to like make a face yeah um and you'd have like five seconds to, to think of something to do with it and then you're out again and commercial auditions are so weird though too and because no drama they're really just like choosing who they think are the best actors for the roles but like commercial auditions pretty much they probably upon looking at us would have had a decision right away either no or maybe right so there's a huge chance that like the second we walked in they were like no and then we just had to do this stupid stuff anyway and leave and yeah. i and i just always kind of a feeling i get in commercial auditions i always feel a little bit defeatist um and pro- probably that reads because i've never booked a commercial not that i've auditioned for many commercials but i've no. never booked one well it's just yeah it's like it's that thing of like i get i get paranoid because i guess it's the comedian in me because like if i'm if i go into a room where i feel like the crowd is not going to be on my side yeah. i'm always like well i'm going to be the one dickhead who's going to make them all fucking laugh yeah like no one's going to be johnny big balls like me <laughs> um uh, but like with with an audition like that it's like you said like the, you you're going in and like at best you're hoping that a they, they maybe want to consider you just yeah. when they see you. So your your five seconds of like emoting could turn that maybe into a yes. Right. But there's no way to gauge that because you're usually just doing it to like a random voice behind a camera. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's very bizarre. Like that was the one thing I, I really liked about doing the no drama audition is you had like a scene to play your character like reading with somebody else. And because it was a comedy as well, or at least it's, it's a lot of comedic parts in it. Yes. Um, like I gotta laugh exactly so I can feel like Johnny Big Balls walking out right because yeah it's like yeah well you know I gotta laugh so I'm funny right exactly <laughs> and, uh, and that's the atmosphere too and the lovely Kate Cosgrave who we've had on this podcast yes she was is the assistant director and she's a very good loud laugher and it's just yeah. very encouraging it's a well, very warm environment so are you oh thank you because straight <laughs> after the, my audition yesterday I had a show uh, with Kill the Monster in on Shaw and uh, one of my monster friend, uh, compatriots partners I don't know how to phrase it group improv yeah, group members teammates, teammates yeah, colleagues yeah uh, Claire I think it was came up to you and she says like it was so good just hearing you laugh all the time because like, we can rec- we all recognize when you come to so many of our shows we all yeah. recognize your laugh at this point and uh, like you, I, I can definitely tell there were moments where nobody else in the room was laughing but you <laughs> uh, and as Claire put it she, she kind of felt like you knew what we were going to say and we're starting yeah, to laugh in preparation yeah, of it yeah you're like oh I know what he's gonna <laughs> do now going. yeah um, but like yeah that's always that's always good to have um so thank you for that oh you're very welcome yeah and thank you for listening dear yes, dear thank listener you. let us know who do we look like but only if it's a compliment no don't don't why are you giving them that opportunity <laughs> i said only if it's a compliment no just don't tell us at all i don't want to i don't want to know don't tell me tell me you can tell darcy who she looks like if you want but please don't tell me because i'll i'll only snap and cry and why? block you why what if it's a compliment 
compliment. It's but it's I'm not I'm not leaving that chance that someone thinks is a compliment, but it's not. You know if it's a compliment. No, someone will. No, someone else will think it's a compliment. The person saying it might think it's a compliment. I'm saying, but no, I'm, look, not, I'm but saying look people know. Take a I second, don't reflect. No, just don't open it. Okay, this is not just open don't. It. don't. Just, just, I guess just do don't it. then. Uh, but I will say we had uh, a couple things. Uh, people were uh, kind enough to respond to our food question. Oh my god, I, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, I had I had two of them on. I had two of them on Twitter. Oh, I didn't know. Uh, one was my podcast uh, co-host uh, for for many years, um, JJ Hawkins. Oh, JJ, and he's a vegetarian, isn't he? He is a vegetarian. Him and his uh, lovely partner Elizabeth. Uh, they're both veggies, uh, but yeah, he he said coffee. That and I I remember seeing that. Now that's a fantastic answer. I can't believe I didn't think of that. Like yeah, totally. But I see. I just think it. I, like really, how many? Would you have that many cups of coffee in a day? Well, what was my other answer? It was like wine. I would drink more coffee than I would wine. I mean, I drink coffee every single day. I mean, I guess it's just. And I spend a lot of fucking money on it. Like I spend a ridiculous amount of money on coffee. Yeah, but the, you got no. You get the fancy coffee. But you it has get, to be like, good the, coffee. The macchiato, ch- cappuccino. Soy one. cappuccino. So is it soy cappuccino? That's usually what I you have, have lattes as well, though. No, I I don't have lattes anymore. Now I have flat whites and cappuccinos. Okay, and uh, Harvey Locust, who was uh, a, a great listener of ours as well, he he uh, chimed in with Marie Callender's. So it's like a, it's a microwave meal. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's fettuccine with chicken and broccoli made with real cream, apparently. But he pointed this out and he says, like, this would be baller because he says, I've eaten this over like 500 times and would have no problem <laughs> eating it for the rest of my life. But that's, that's, a, good, that's a good part because it is one product. It's, it's yeah. within a requirement and it's kind of like a full meal. Yeah. I mean, obviously I'm a vegan now, so I don't eat that anymore, but I can remember eating those back in the day. And oh, like, really? Yeah, because it's a frozen dinner, but it's like really fucking good. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I've had a few frozen dinners that are, that are good in my time, um, but they were from like little and I don't even think they make them anymore. Mm. There was like this really good like barbecue sauce, penne, uh, chicken dish. Uh, so it was like pasta chicken and like mm. this, instead of tomato sauce, it was a barbecue sauce. Mm. Like I could have dined on that for years. Yeah, that sounds right up your alley. Yeah, and then there was like these like chicken pies. Mm. Uh, so it was like a gravy, chicken, peas and carrots. In a, in a pastry pie and I'm like yeah that was the bomb but I don't like they, they've changed the recipe over the years and they can't fucking yeah. get them anymore so anyway so yeah they would have been high on my list too uh, I'm rambling um, so uh, yeah we're gonna wrap up uh, go to aaronfever.com uh, for older episodes uh, or you can also go to Apple Podcasts I've been calling it iTunes like an old person oh. who still refers to like a VCR as a, like a DVD <laughs> player um, but yeah so it's Apple Podcasts you can Subscribe to us there. There's a link when we post this on AaronFever.com uh, where you can just click and subscribe to us as well. Or, I got apples. I got apples. Or even Podbean. <laughs> you can find us on there on Podbean. We're hosted. Uh, so, yeah, and rate us if you can. Uh, ratings are always great. Gets more listeners to us. Um, and uh, fun like that. And in the meantime, um, Apple. Keep apples. Keep on the apples. <laughs> Keep on appling. Ha, 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 ha.